Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Insight Podcast, episode one. I'm your host, Waiyuki. I am super, super excited to be able to announce our first guest. But before we announce our first guest, we have to acknowledge who makes this show possible. So huge thank you to everybody at AS1 Network and 410 Gaming with special assistance from Casual and Yaya. Really appreciate everything you guys do and everything you guys have done to make this show possible. So without further ado, our first guest on episode one is a guy who's at the pretty top of the AM scene, has some pretty good placements this year in the Challengers Cup. Some of you might know him by Seth or Glorios. How are you doing today, man? Hey, I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you having me on. No, it's my pleasure, man. When you said you were ready to come on the show, I was <laughs> so excited. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was like, okay, bet. Perfect. Right? <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, um, what's, what's going on? Not much. Not much. Just... Watch you guys in the cup this weekend. Hope you guys mm-hmm. can rebound for the next one. Yep. You know, that map five, round 11. Yeah. 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 You guys can do it. You guys got 100%. So um, let's just uh, introduce yourself to everybody. I'm sure most of the people listening know who you are, have a general idea. Um, just feel free, introduce yourself a little bit for like, yeah. maybe the, the handful of people who don't really know who you are. Okay. Yeah. Um, so my name is uh, Glory. My alias is Glory. Uh, I go by Seth Glory, Glorios. I've changed it a couple of times in the year, in the past years. Um, but I was most known for probably my Black Ops 3 season um, when I was an SND star. Um, that's when the 18 plus row came out. So I decided to switch to search and I ended up winning like 300 um, online tournaments through UMG um, and GB at the time because CMG actually wasn't a thing at that time. That's right. Um, so I won some, I won like four or five prime <laughs> tournaments at that time. Um, made about $30,000 that year off of tournaments and channels and stuff. Um, and then I switched to IW, uh, turned 18, and we actually uh, choked the Pro League. We went to the Pro League qualifier and choked it. Um, so I was very close to the Pro League. Um, and from that point on, I've just been kind of like reaching for the stars in the sense of getting to the Pro League. Uh, always coming up short. Um, but I've always had some good placements in the AM scenes. You know, always been, you know, made champs twice. Um, that's kind of what I've been most known for, I guess you could say, in the AM scene. is just yep. cons- consistently placing well and qualifying for things, but just never getting to that, you know, finish line, per yeah. se. Yeah, and you've always had really good placements. You know, it's just that last hurdle is always the hardest part, right? Yep. yep. You know, Black Ops Three. Black Ops Three is a fun game. I really like Black Ops Three. That's yeah, that I know a lot game. of a lot of people got a lot of recognition in that game for their SD. Yeah. So I suppose you played against a lot of the other some of the yeah, pros like, that um, are in the SD. Well, came from uh, the SD scene, right? Great friends with uh, you know Illy, uh, Priesta, um, Simp, like all those players. We played against each other every day because we're underage. Oh, I suppose. Um, yeah, that's right. Yep. So we always played against each other, played with each other. Um, me and Simp, it was me, Simp, uh, I believe it was, I don't know if it was Maniac or, uh, I know we had rallied on the team, but I forget who our fourth was, but we won like a 44 prime and we would drop like one map the whole entire tournament, like just absolutely running the show. Um, and it was just so fun, like having everyone kind of come up together. Um, yeah. You know, everyone had their breakaway, right? Like uh, Priest had the breakaway. Unfortunately, in BO4, I quit and that's when everyone had their break off here yep that's, that's the one year i quit yep. and then everyone made it and i was just like fuck yep um so obviously i came back for mw didn't really enjoy the game and i'm a type of person where i have to enjoy what i do every day especially 100%. if i'm playing you know eight hours yeah. a day screaming so i ended up quitting that game and then i came back and obviously cold war here um and i'm just enjoying the game so yep. obviously see myself competing throughout the year at this one track titles man gotta love yeah. them right yep gotta love them so but one question I always find really interesting to talk to people about, um, what really got you into gaming in general? Okay. You know, yeah. And what pushed you towards pursuing Call of Duty specifically with that? 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, ever since I was a kid, like I'm talking like six years old type shit, like very young. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad actually played World of Warcraft on the computer. Um, and he taught me how to play World of Warcraft at a very young age. And then he always, he was always in the gaming, right? So he bought like, you know, the Xbox 360 when it came out, but all these hot, you know, the, oh, the latest gen. Yeah. And so I was always playing these games when I came back from school. And I was actually homeschooled, but I went to like a, like a different area, but I was homeschooled. I went to like a house to be homeschooled. Okay. Um, so it wasn't my parents homeschooling us. It was like a friend. Um, okay. And so we were, we went to this house and then every time we came back from school, I was just playing Call of Duty, hopping on, playing World of Warcraft. So I knew how to put, I literally learned how to type by playing World of Warcraft. Really? Um, yeah. So like, I, I watched my dad type because I was so intrigued by it. And I was like, how does he do that? And then I just literally looked at his hands and I learned how to type all that that way. Um, That's crazy. And then from there, obviously, I learned how to play computer really well. So I'm really good on keyboard and mouse. Yep. Um, so like, I hit like a Mordor and Valorant and stuff. Like I'm very good on keyboard and mouse games as well. Insane. And then obviously, I was developing like my, my controller skills at the time playing Call of Duty. And just I was always the best in my friend group at school, yep. you know? Like, mm-hmm. I always knew I was good at Call of Duty, but I was like pubs, you know? You never really know until you know. Exactly, yeah. Um, But I just loved the game so much. And I realized in Advanced Warfare, there was, like, a competitive scene for this. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, 15 at the time, I think. Yeah, that's about and, right. And, that's about right yeah. yeah, I was about, like, 15, maybe turning 16. Yep. Um, And I got I got this crazy offer. I was competing. I just started competing. And I was never a really big sports guy. Like, mm-hmm. I was really good at basketball, but I just didn't really care to pursue it. Mm-hmm. Didn't enjoy it. Um, and I decided to quit basketball. My parents are huge into sports, like playing yeah. sports in high school. Huge. Yeah, my dad coached basketball. Yep. So I, I feel you, that you have to, especially if you're, you know, your son's coach. Like you kind of have to play it, right? Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just one of those things where they wanted me to do that because you know you, you make friends doing that. You do these things, like you know, it's connections. It's good for you, uh, healthy. But I was just so in love with Call of Duty, and I wanted to pursue it. And I, I remember having a conversation with my parents, and I was like, I want to quit sports and pursue call of duty mm-hmm. and they both just looked at me like i was crazy like yep. i was weird yep and they said you know i remember my dad saying this and it really filled my fire at this point he said yep. you won't make it professional you have like a one in a million chance and he said, yep. that, right that there, would piss me off that would right there, me. i was yep. i was pissed right like yep. i was pissed so i quit sports um and just a month later i was actually playing like parasite and co in like a tournament and dropped like 60 kills for the loss or something like that. And then from that That's, moment yeah. on, I kind of had a little bit of a name for myself. Like very, I mean like 200 followers on Twitter. So I wasn't anything yeah. yet. But I actually got my name from Killa because we played Killa in a pickup scrim. Mm-hmm. It was like 2 in the morning. No one was streaming. And we tweeted him. And he actually responded to my tweet saying like invite to the game. Mm-hmm. And we are playing like Killa. I think it was Rizma if you remember. If you don't know if you know Rizma. But yep. Rizma's an old pro. Uh, mm-hmm. It was, uh, I think it was Saints and someone else. I don't remember the fourth. But it was those three. And we put him on comeback uplink, and I dropped like sixty-five kills for the win with a bow on Advanced Warfare. And since Best that moment, ever. they they just shifted me into this circle. It's called the Pit Eights, mm-hmm. um, and that's where all these like older pros kind of just played in this eights, and they just kind of chilled and vibed. Um, and I got my name from there, and I actually got to fly to an event, uh, UMG California, and fully funded my first ever event. And uh, funny story is, my mom wouldn't let me go to the event. Really? She said, yeah, she was, she was kind of like, where she was, it, it was weird, right? I was 15. I was, someone was offering to pay for my flight in a hotel. Yeah. I suppose. It just you know, very sus, right? Yeah. It's weird. I suppose it's like, you're not really, you don't really know much about the scene right, and everything right. like that. And then your 15 year old son's like, Hey, these people are willing to yeah. pay for everything to <laughs> fly me out hell, here. Like, it's just and like, it's just like, ah, 
it just looks weird, right? It's a and, weird, yeah. And the and the scene is pretty new at the point. You know, it's like it's it's very it's fairly new. It's it's not fully known yet. Yep. Um, and so like there's this whole thing around it. And my mom's like, the only way I'll let you go to that event is if they pay for my flight too, so I can come with. Mm-hmm. And you know, see what's up. I was like, okay. I was at this point. I was like, there's no way, right? They're gonna pay for like a four dollar flight, no shot. It's a lot of money. Well, they did. They That's ended up dope. paying my mom's flight as well, and paid for a separate hotel for her. Yep. Um, so it, I was very fortunate, very blessed with that. Um, my first ever organization was that was the Void Gaming. I don't think they're in the competitive scene anymore, but don't think so. No, um, they're my first ever organization, man. Um, and so they paid for everything. We went there. I think we got like top thirty-two. Um, my first ever event. And I remember playing Eagle the Icon. I don't know who, if you know that who that is. No, I don't actually. Eagle the Icon, man. He was the OG OG of running. Like so, before UMG was a thing, there's something called like. Something called Icon. It was like Icon tournaments, right? And it was back in like Black Ops 2. Yep. All the pros played in it. He was a pro back in the day, like way, way back in the day. He was like, he's like in his 30s now. Um, mm-hmm. But he was a pro back in Black Ops 2. He was, he's very, he's very cool, for, you know, all the top pros nowadays. Super good friends. But he ran the, like the UMG nowadays back then. Um, gotcha. And so everyone played in those tournaments. And he was actually my teammate. Um, so he, he was like 20 something, like late 20s. And like yep. you got top 32 with him. And I was absolutely astonished. Um, but from there, I just kind of got my name super gassed up because I was a 16-year-old at the time, just good place dropping bombs yeah. Yeah, on land. And everyone thought I was going to get nervous on land. Um, and then from there, I just kind of like skyrocketed my career in the sense of, you know, just consistently doing well at events. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. Um, and then obviously, to be the best, I just kind of, you know, when you're at an event and you're competing and you have like, Especially if when you're one of the last matches of the night and you have everyone looking at your your screen, you know, behind Everyone's you. Everyone's at your station, right? Yep, yep, yep. And I remember I went crazy. I went absolutely crazy to like secure top twenty four and go to the go to like I think it was like Sunday because you played yep. like we had to play for like pool play the next day or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember there was uh or it was my best Friday going to Saturday and we had to play for pool play. That's what it was. Um, and I remember my mom was behind me and someone was telling my mom how good I was at Call of Duty and I was like damn, this year was kind of nice. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, people were talking about me like, this is nice. And since then, I've been kind of hooked on like this high of like, just wanting to be the best and wanting people to know that how good I am. Right. Yeah. And I think um, lately, you've been, you've been proving that, you know, you, you place top 16, almost built, built by gamers or beat built by gamers this weekend yeah. in a tough match. And then I believe what did you place last, the last couple it was, of was uh, top six, top six. See, you're making a name yeah. for yourself, you know, you're yep. doing it, and you're so you're doing that very well. Um, personally, what got me into gaming was Star Wars Battlefront Two, PlayStation Two. That's an and old old game. The old old game, right? I mean, I'm yeah. just a little kid doing that, right? Yeah. And I played because my my older brothers played a lot of video games, so I'd always see them playing or whatever. And right. you know, I'd hop on whenever I get the chance. Classic Star Wars Battlefront Two. I play a lot of sports games. Yeah. The yep, OG yeah. Call of Duty. Like the oh man, like the OG, the OG called it like, yeah, yeah. like the storyline on the PlayStation Two. <laughs> played that a lot, and the classic when the Medal of Honor games were still pretty popping yeah, too. Yeah, I would put those as well. Those are fun. Those were those were so fun. I mean, I was playing that like on our classic box Dell computer, you yeah, know, just yeah. something like that. Just classic video games. So, segueing like into the next topic, right? Yeah. What is like one of your favorite? games outside of call of duty right this one's always interesting Oof. for me too because i know we all as players we need to take a break yeah you know we take break you know you scrim for eight hours 
you have a few hours before you go to sleep or whatever. Yeah, you just need you need to unwind. You can't hop into pubs because it's basically Champ Sunday in Cold yeah, War for I'm, pubs. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty ridiculous, right? Yeah, it's so insane. What is like your favorite game, either now or like ever, to just kind of like oh, take man. a break, clear your mind, relax? Honestly, like, uh, see, I'm such a mood person. So, like, whatever I'm feeling, I do, right? Yep. But on, if I had to say my, my favorite game that I've consistently played since, you know, after scrims or just, you know, casually, like, it's probably League of Legends. Like, League of Legends, yep. It's one of those things where you hate the game, but you can't stop playing, right? Oh right. You it's know, a love-hate relationship. You love it when you win, but then when you get... 20 minute in your 20 minute forfeiting games yeah you just want you really want to just hit your monitor yeah when you see really someone just mad. consistently int it's just like yeah. it, it makes you want to punch a hole in your wall right yeah they're one and nine at 15 minutes yeah it's, it's over right yeah it's right over. so yeah. it's one of those games where it's like it's so fun to progress and get good at because the skill gap is insane like yep and that's one thing that like cod doesn't have like cod the way you play call of duty at a high level is like it's all about adapting to situations Yep. Like it, and the same is same for league and other games, of course. But like, there's always that that core, core structure. You know, yep. there's always that way to win. Like, if you're a better team on league, you're always going to win, no matter yeah, what. Like, league is way more micro mechanics, right? right? It's just so right. much smaller things, and there's yep. league is way more intricate than Call of Duty. Right. You know, like, watching these pro nine or ten play. times, you're going to win if you're better. Exactly. Yep. Whereas in Call of Duty, that you know, it's more like seven out of ten. You know, like there's a lot more like upsets. Like for example, this last cup, like so many people got upset. Like I remember, like uh, Fastball and Co. Like I mean, they got top sixty four back to back cups. Yeah, and like they're they're a good team. Like they're, they're like really a top, good. They're a yeah. top team, but they got top sixty four. Now, if you think about that, and so we have a top amps scrim chat. Um, it's pretty much just all the top amps, and we just that's where you book your scrims. That's where you get everything done. Yep. And there's only like. 16 teams i think in there 17 so yep. you gotta think if they're getting outplaced by 63 other teams it's just a pretty crazy upset and back-to-back yeah. teams, right exactly um so it's just crazy how in call of duty that happens now i will say that i did actually it's a funny story i got actually pulled into a, a team speak yesterday it was actually western team speak mm-hmm. um their little whole circle I, now now the actual core wrestler team wasn't in there but it was just like yeah. that team speak and about the gameplay of the fastball mm-hmm. crew and they wanted me to watch it because I'm a second A and they wanted me to watch their second AR and just kind of critique his game. Hey, this is casual. The Jamie to Waiyuki's Joe Rogan. It's 2.36 a.m. And I'm going through and editing the podcast. A couple parts of the audio got messed up in recording. So apologies for pulling you out and then promptly letting you know that I'm going to drop you back in to where the audio picked back up. Anyway, here you go. Um, he has accomplished why I actually let him go. I actually ended up dropping him. Um, because I didn't feel as if the way we were playing at the time, we got top 16, but I felt like we had, we actually hit our max potential at top 16. I felt like there's like, whereas with Spacey, we got top six and I felt like we aren't, we're even, we're not even like 50% ready. Yet. Oh yeah. You guys, you guys look really, really good. You know, right. when watching you guys play this weekend, I thought, wow, you know, considering you told me like you got that new fourth for, you know, four five scrims yeah well, we, we, what happened like was um so our team has a, a a little bit of an issue um and i just like to be transparent i don't like to lie i don't like to like sugarcoat things in public yep. um we have a little bit of an issue on our team and the issue is um so mike which is basically um, yep. holds everyone at the highest standard possible right which is great yep. that's awesome um but within that 
he loses composure sometimes in scrims and will mm-hmm. like not want to scrim or get off or chalk the scrim or you know it'll be like it'll be to the point where it's unproductive right yeah and I, 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 we were t- I was talking about that today or yesterday i was like hey man like you know it's great that you hold us to that that standard because excellence is like the standard we have to hold ourselves at but yep. we also can't you know not scrim and not practice because things don't go our way every map right yep. and they're um, never going to either right you know, right and you learn more before. you learn more from losing a game in my opinion than you do from smacking a team, right yeah no, exactly absolutely. So and that's what I've been trying to preach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been trying to get that, you know, and he understands it. Well, he, he definitely understands it. He's been trying yeah. to work on it. Um, and everyone has their flaws as players, right? Like mine yep. was the, my big thing was, you know, teaming a player like fastball for so many years, you, you, you really don't get structure under your, under your gameplay. Like I didn't really have any structure. I just kind of like was a run and gun player. Yep. Um, but now team is basically, I'm so much more like methodical about my plays. I'm very, I'm very like ratty. Yeah. I play my life a lot more. I'll get a two piece instead of going for the three, I'll play my life and like, have another guy get that get that third kill for me instead exactly. of going for a week, right? Higher percentage plays that exactly. add up throughout the game. Yep. Exactly. Um, that's what Spacey has really taught me as a player, just how to be a team player. And within doing that, you have your moment to shine, right? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, you know, he's a very very talented player. Yeah. Oh, yep. he's the type of player where you put him on any team and he will make you better. There's no exactly. Doubt. He'll make the team better. He'll make you individually better. It might be stressful at times. But mm-hmm. he will make you better. That is 100% guaranteed with him. He is an incredibly gifted player and so smart, right? Yep. Um, and that's what we're, we've been trying to work on that so much because how we play with Spacely is so, like, it's so good. But if we if one person messes up the setup, it's all gone. Mm-hmm. And that's so stressful because that's why in scrims it's so stressful because we have four days to perfect this or yep. we're not going to win it in a tournament. Right? Yep. Yeah, and that that can be frustrating. It's, for sure. it's it's very frustrating when you know someone just purposely like doesn't do it, or you know someone we're in the setup and like someone just like doesn't like do it correctly, or mm-hmm. you know whatever, right? Just little um, little things like that. Right, right, yeah. and and that's it's so it's very triggering in, in Call of Duty. That's it's one of those things, but mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of people in the top AM scene actually have so much talent. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. it's so crazy because you especially with the pro league. Yeah, four v four and no expansion. Yeah, so you and have what? this influx of pro players last right. year, and your top sixteen AM teams that are placing consistently—they're all amazing talents. Every right. single one of them. Right. You know, a lot of them are former pro players. You yeah. Know, it's oh, yeah. so crazy that Challengers Cups this year. You know, yeah, watching a lot of talent. Yeah. So much talent, and the placements are so up and down for teams. It's not well, super consistent because. They- yeah, so well, that, much talent. The, well, the issue also with that is people. So I like to say it's glorified eights, right? So what mm-hmm. I what I mean by that is, and this has been an issue. So I don't like to make roster changes. I'm a big believer in not making roster changes. I make I make them here and there mm-hmm. when I need to, and when I think that's the right decision. Even if people don't agree with it, people didn't agree with my space to pick up. Um, we went from top thirty. We actually picked up space and within three days of picking them up. We got top thirty-two. We lost the last map to. Uh, Estrue on them. They got top six this year or the weekend, I think, and they yeah, got top I, yep. sixteen or something like that last week. And we beat them for top eight last week. Yep. Um, but they got top six. They're proving people wrong, right? They're they're one of those mm-hmm. teams that don't get many scrims against top amp teams. Mm-hmm. They're just working together and playing well. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. we lost to them last map, um, like two weeks ago. And I remember fastball because I dropped him for space lead. He made a comment saying we would have beat them with me, like ha ha, kind of like making fun of us, right? Yeah. Granted, they got the same placement, right? And yep. this is the difference between I feel like me as a player and my mentality versus a lot of other people. And I'm not just saying fastball, but I mean like a lot of people in the community. 
Mm-hmm. So they went on to go scram, whatever, and make a lot of roster changes at fastball team. And we, I said, you know what? I swallowed my pride. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, grind out this month because we had a month break at that point. Yep. Grind out this month, watch VODs with my team, and just really get everything down perfected. Stick we it came out. came back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stick it out. Most people would make a roster change at top 32. Exactly, yeah. And even in right? the lower AM scene, right? Like, yeah. people, they lose. I see this all over my timeline, right? Someone, will, they'll lose and they'll play top 128, right? Right. You know, but they've been playing with the guys for three days. And then they say, all right, I'm a free agent again, right? Yeah. The amount of times, if you lose on a Saturday, don't just drop your entire roster. Don't ego your teammates. Don't do any of that. Just maybe stick it out for one more week and see yeah. where you can place. Because there's these players that I know are super talented, right? Right, yeah. But they can't break points placement. They can't yeah. get there. And that's their own fault. They're playing with new right? players every yep. cup. Exactly. You have a week in between cups a lot of times. Exactly. So what do you what do you expect? You can't. It's just an end of cycle, and it's, people it's don't a, it's get a, it. Exactly. You need to find guys you like. Yeah. Stick with them. You can't be playing with new players every week, or else you're going to sit there in an endless cycle. Yep. Maybe maybe you'll place one time. And right? something. But yeah. And it. like. Yeah. And like people just don't get it. And like in this in the sense of this, like I remember for example, BZ. Okay, BZ had a really bad scrim week two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, the whole week was just like chalk. Like. I didn't know what the guy was doing. I thought he was like playing for the other team at some point. It's like, I'm like, what are you doing on the map? Right. Yeah. And I talked to him one on one and he was just like, he brought up the whole spacey thing about his, like how, like he's he kind of vibe killed because spacey has been kind of killing his vibe and like busy the vibe, vibe person, right? Like he needs yep. good vibes. He needs to be able to feel like he wants to be there mm-hmm. in order to perform. And I, once I realized that I was like, Oh my God, we fixed that. Busy's back to normal. Like we're good. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I don't know why they do this, but They'll get one bad placement, like you said, and they'll just look for a roster change, look for a new scapegoat. Yeah, they'll just chalk it. And I'm like, bro, if someone absolutely is horrible on your team, I get it. Try to replace them, right? Mm -hmm. But like, if you have four people on your team that are actually good at the game and they have gun skill, you can teach them Call of Duty. Exactly. You got to put the time in, right? You can't just say, oh, yeah. And no one does that. It's it's so frustrating to watch these players, too. And I know a lot of the guys on my timeline could do really well, right? I know these guys are better than some of these other dudes placed in top 64. Yeah. But you can get your pro points, right? Yeah. You can get your pro points all you want. But if you're playing with a new team every week, I'm going to take the guys who have been together at the beginning of the game and have half your pro points over you who's playing with a new team every week and have all their pro points. I don't care about seeding because until maybe the round of getting into 64. What does it matter? It's not that important, right? It's it doesn't matter, you know. For like guys like you, seating kind of it's whatever because you guys get you know a couple a couple marshmallow rounds, right? A couple really yeah. easy rounds, get them out of the yep. way. But for it, like when you're at the level like it players, is so I'm around easy to are, think about that. Yeah, and when you're at the level like where a lot of the players I follow are at, yep, like you don't have a guaranteed win. It's it's no so matter what because I feel like. What your perspective? It's like they're trying. They're just trying to get to round four. They're trying to get to round five. They're, they're trying, trying to get. get they're to, trying to get the. They're just trying to get the, right. They're just they trying to get those points, points, right? I exactly. think that's, what, is that? what round is that? Is that three? I think four. Whatever. Oh yeah, I guess it might, it might be four because we get a buy. So I. You like, guys might, get a buy. It yep. might be four. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So so it's four rounds, right? So and in their perspective, they're just trying to like basically get to the closest easiest bracket to get to four. Yep. Whereas we don't even care about the first four rounds. We care about we care about the end rounds exactly because so like. It's we're whatever. switching our bracket. We're trying to switch our bracket around in the sense of like making our easier top eight match, our easier top six match, right? Yep. Like that's where we switch it around because we'd rather play. Obviously, we'd rather play a team like BBG over Wester. 
Yeah, you know, Wester right. winning the cup again today. Was, right, like literally. You know, they're, they're, and, and you know what's crazy too is Wester, they're so good, but like they're, they're if, if people don't understand why they're so good. Granted, they have very talented players on the team, mm-hmm. but if you actually watch their gameplay, almost all their hills are set up. So almost all their rotations are set up based. Like they are very set up oriented, and it's because yeah. they stuck it out. Now, granted, that winning, having them win the first cup really helped with that. Yep. But they haven't stopped. They haven't got off the pedal. They've always tried to perfect everything. Yeah, they never they never just took it, right? We won the first game. Right. Maybe we can relax a little bit. No, it seems like those guys are really pedal to the metal. Yeah. You know, we got to perfect it. We might have won, you know, this this series 3-0, but let's go back and watch the VOD because we got broken on a single hill, right? Right. It seems like that's those kind of players. That's their mindset. And, that, and that's why they've been so successful this year. And, and people are trying to beat them, and, like, they're trying to, like, outwork them when they, they can't even stick with the team for a week exactly it's just not gonna work the only, the only time you're gonna be a team like that is if you stick it through now if you make occasional rise changes that make sense and they're illogical all right go for mm-hmm. it yep. but but like for me for example i have two real which is literally one of the most talented subs i've ever played with ever in call of duty yeah he he looks really good this he's so good yep. people don't know about this guy um and it's it's just crazy he, it's just because he keeps himself like he doesn't gloat about himself on twitter he doesn't get gloated about like He's just so good, man. He will get he'll he's the type of guy where he'll get two two kills, play his life, go back, get three more kills, run away. Like he is just so annoying on the map to play against. Yeah. Man, oh man. And that's what those, this game is. Those are the best sub players too. It's not the guys who can pop you three kills and die and, die and, just, and then have to get the ten second, fifteen seconds of the hill again. Right. It's those ones who can go on that quick five or six streak around the hill where you don't you know, he gets called out but he's not there anymore, mm-hmm. playing around the angles and stuff. Those are your best sub players. Oh, it's so annoying. And then even yeah. as an AR player, like whatever, I, I, I was a sub player at heart for so many years, and then I don't know what happened. I just randomly traditioned to an AR player because people just I can just fill out any role really. And I yeah, I think the like, game got slow. The game's got slower too. The game's got slower, and it was a three AR meta in the beginning of this game. Um, and it transitioned now. It's more of like three subs on some maps. Um, yep. So that, that's how it is every game, though. It's always AR based in the beginning, and, and well, then mid game. Seventy four is just ridiculous. It's insane. Yeah, it's but insane. It, it always starts off like that. Every yeah. COD is just AR based, and then it goes sub based because they, the subs figure it out. You figure yeah. out what works. Like last they year, what works. They figure out the pressure yeah. point. They figure out you know how, how to play the maps with subs, and then more often than not, a sub gets buffed and it becomes crazy, and then it yeah. just kind of stays the same, right? It's just the way the game's made too, right? It's not Call of Duty's not made to be like a super slow super AR. tactical slow yeah. AR game. It's made to be a high pace arcade style shooter your game get yeah. in your face that's why the subs are so prominent i think these last few years especially because just the way the maps are designed and the way right. the game is designed itself it really complements really good sub players so i think right. that's why you've been seeing a lot of good sub players you know especially like a black ops 4 like simp get in the league and just to be so successful yeah he play you know they play that way and the games complement that style of play oh yeah and it's honestly a new evolution too is um, when since Simp and the Priesta and all of them had joined the pro league, like Illy, it's evolved the pro league because before them, you understand there's a patch, there's old fashioned sub players, and they mm-hmm. didn't. They, they now granted these guys are very talented, very successful, but they mm-hmm. didn't play the way that they played. No, it's different, right? They yeah. played Simp and they played way more faster. They had they played so much more unique, so much more like aggressive, like but it was like it was like structured. It was structured, right. aggressive play, and it was so it, fun to watch. You know, when Simp hit the so league different. last year, it was yeah. so different. And he was so successful with that play style. Yep. I think that's kind of the new the new way for sub players to really be successful in this game. You, know, you can be a classic kind of sub player, right? Getting those close angles kind of holds your lane from that close corner or whatever. Yeah. Or you can slide out on two people just because you know you're better than them and stay alive, right? 
yeah. I think that's the kind of new way for subs to play because it, le- it relieves a lot of pressure for your AI players. And that's too. why, you know, actually, uh, Envoy made a comment about this. He said, if a lot of pro elite, a lot of pro league players, if they if they got if they're like their one person, say like for example methods, I'm just pointing them for example, which is because yep. first person to keep them in mind. But say they picked up three AM players, top AMs, mm-hmm. he w- would have a lot harder of a chance to be more successful in the AM scene than in the pro league. Yep. The reason being is because you have to rely on these AM players to make good good plays. Whereas mm-hmm. in the pro league, you know they're going to make the right plays. Exactly. Right. So people don't understand how hard it is in the AM scene to actually get four competent players, even at the top level, four competent players, because once you get to the top M level, there's so much more that goes into it after that. There's so much more like it, it, it becomes of not, are you good? It's, can you make the right decisions? Are you, you know, are you a smart player? Can you play mm-hmm. your life? Can I, you know, can I expect you to take the right routes off spawn rotations, right? Like not everybody has that too. Mindset like, becomes a lot more exa- of a thing, right? Exactly. Yep. So not everybody has that. And now, yeah, and these people in the middle and lower am scene, I don't get it. Like, so I play in this Elo 8 thing. It's like an Elo 8 Discord. <laughs> and I do it for fun, right? And yeah. I really, I don't even call out in the Discord. I just go you in just, there. I drop like put, 60 kills. Put on some music and yeah, just sit I, back in your chair, right? I do it. I put on music and these guys literally <laughs> are like pick, first picking me and they're just like, and, and some of them ask me questions like, how do I get better? How do I do this? Whatever. And I'm not going to lie to them. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, if you just... Keep working at it. You'll keep get working, there. kid. You'll, like, you'll get. You'll get there, right? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm like, most people. It's so hard. You have to really be talented. You have to yep. really be good at the game. And if you're lacking gun skill, it's incredibly hard to just. Yeah, you can get better with gun skill, but it's if you already have gun skill, I can teach you to be smart. I can teach you to make the right plays, but I can't teach you gun skill. You can't teach them to shoot straight. You right. Can teach them how to play the game. Right. I've, so I've said that for years too. Like you can, you can grab somebody who really doesn't know anything about Call of Duty, but has an amazing shot, give it a month and a half, two months of consistent scrimming, they're going to be a really confident player if you yeah. teach them how to do it right. Because right. they're going to play exactly how you play. It's, right it's, it. it's a fresh slate. Yeah. You know, it's not like they have bad habits already. They don't have any of this stuff. They're fresh, right? Yep. Well, that's, that's, actually, that's actually something that's, I learned in that. Uh, so I was actually in the Marines for, it wasn't much, it was like six months. I got medically discharged. But in yep. boot camp, they brought up this thing saying, for people hunt, right? And yep. then they do a boot camp and they, they already have their way of shooting. They already have their way of, you know, posture and all this habits. And yep. they actually said, like, if you're, if you've never shot before, it's actually way better. A lot easier. It's because you're not taught and you exactly. just get taught the way that the Marines teach you. Mm-hmm. And then you're just, that's your way of, that's your way of shooting now. Whereas yep. you have to break a habit. If you didn't do that, you had to break a habit and then you have to change it and you want to go back to your old habit, your old you way. You have to relearn it. It takes way you longer. Have to, yeah, way longer. And it's harder and it's more awkward. And I'm just like, that's crazy. I never I, shot like really a lot. Yeah. So, and when I did, I was actually taught by Marines. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, I already had some of their habits, you know? Yeah. You got it. You got it straight from the source, right? Right. So I, right. I told these AM players too. Like I've talked to people about it when I ran my Discord, right? You got like A. You gotta listen to people who you think are better than you. You gotta have an open mind about it, right? You can have, yeah. you're gonna have bad habits, you, you know. And these, a lot of these am players, what they'll do, they'll play a wrong area, right? They'll play a bad position. They get yeah. two kills there. They're gonna play it again, regardless of how bad the angle was, regardless of it flips spawns. Yeah, you know, they don't care, right? Yeah. As long as my numbers at the end of the game are on the scoreboard, yeah, like I can. Stat oriented. They're stat oriented. A lot of your am community is. Like, ah, man, I got costed because I had 50 kills. But yeah, you flip spawns four times so you <laughs> yeah. can get 10 extra kills. And we lost no, the map insane. by 60 points. There's you actually know, a, f- a fun fact about that stats. 
on how crazy that. So when I played a fastball, and then we we were playing sibling them for top eight, mm-hmm. uh, like siblings and them, phantoms that team. Um, it was in the first ever cup. I dropped like sixty two kills at Moscow Hardpoint first map, and we lost. Mm-hmm. Right, and then we play this cup, and this is the cup number four. Yep. Playing DBG, got Rex and them, Moscow Hardpoint first map. Yep. I dropped thirty kills, and we all dropped like twenty five thirty kills. We all have like three point four k damage. Yep. Right. And we win by 125 points. Exactly. It's not just about your and stats. It, it's it's about because we play. use teamwork. We exactly. use teamwork. You can get outside and you can still win a game by 100 points. Yeah, it's obviously great if someone's dropping 60 kills for you and you're just... But if you're not using those kills... It's got to be the not, right kills. It's got to be the right kills. Right? Yep. I've got said that be, for a long time. Too. People don't get that. People will literally go for someone off scrap time, kill them, give them good spawns, and, <laughs> and literally be like, I've just made the play. Like, no, you didn't. I got you that 10 screwed. seconds, man. Yeah, you just screwed <laughs> team over. Like, like what I, are you doing? I remember I was playing eights one time, and there was P2 to P3 Moscow, right? Dude flipped the P2. Like, we had the spawns for P3. We were so, getting ready to set up. Dude chowed P2 scrap time, got like two kills on it for 15 <laughs> seconds, right? Yeah. He spawned street. We're like, what the hell is going on? We lose a full 60 on the next hill. Yeah. But the dude, oh, yeah. the dude's at the top of the scoreboard. Oh, yeah. He's, he's he, like, he left. Time. He left. He's just, he's like, I'm done. You know, I got costed, whatever. And I'm sitting there like, bro, <laughs> you flipped him and you gave him 60 seconds. And if you get set up on P3 Moscow, oh, we hold that all the time. Game over, right? You're not probably, you're probably not getting that against people who know what they're doing. Yeah. So it's crazy. Like, people don't get that. And people also don't get the, Oh man, yeah. People don't rotate, and it drives me crazy. These yep. little Euro eights people, <laughs> just, and, I'm, and, and I, it just drives me crazy. Like I'm sitting here, and I'm on my new hill at 33 yep. seconds, yep. and they're all spawning up right in front of me and hitting the hill in front of me. <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you guys doing?" And then they'll die at spawn street. I'm gonna one v four for next hill, and I'm just like, "What?" <laughs> people don't understand the concept of giving up time. Like they can't. It's just it, it's a bad it, habit because like last year. You could do that last year. I think this is what it is, right? Five v five. Oh yeah, you, you could do. Spawns. You could do that. You could do that because you had an extra player on the map. You had a guy and, specifically playing for spawns squad a lot spawns. of the time. Squad spawns, five players, right, and a little way faster pace than these these games. Yeah. So they develop these bad habits, just like we were talking about a few minutes ago. They develop the bad habits, and then they transition them into the new game. Oh, yeah, maybe that, and maybe that's why oh, you're man. stuck outside the top sixty four because you're playing this like it's modern warfare. I'm about to go and wake up. People it's are insane, January. bro. People are, people are trying to go pro, but they literally are playing. It's like it's MW. MW <laughs> played spawns for you. It there did. is no really anchor. You you went back there, and you yep. waited for the game to register that you're back there to spawn your whole entire a team lot, on your body. A lot of your players were... Team is, though. If, if they're not blocking a squad, if I'm standing street, and it's going to P2 on Moscow, and every kill we get, and it's, say there's like 12 seconds, anything under 6 seconds, they're spawning eskies. Mm-hmm. 100% guaranteed spawning eskies. Yep. Now, if it's under 6 seconds, and they have the back spawns, you can hold your kill cam because the kill cam length is six seconds. Long. Yep. Yep. So you can hold your kill cam and guarantee you spawn in the back. People don't understand holding cams understand either that. this year. Yeah. No, oh, dude, no one understands they, that. Spam, spam square. Spam square. Yeah, I played pubs a lot. I was really good at pubs, and I want to play top sixty-four, so I spam my square button. Yeah, yeah. Like, people don't understand the weight. Just wait, man. <laughs> just hold it dude, for five seconds. You can win this game by literally putting your controller down. Sometimes. Put your just put your controller down and just mm-hmm. relax for five seconds. Press your button, and then boom, you're on. You're, you got new spawns. Like, like, <laughs> on P three. You don't need to push out street. Nope. You don't need to. You don't need to like do that because if you, say for example, if you have the timing, you can do it. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, if there's like twelve seconds on, you know, coming, and, you know, you need to you have twelve seconds to basically set up. You shouldn't be pushing up street because you know someone's getting middle or mm-hmm. someone's gonna be already pushed up street. So why give yourself that bad timing? Why not just play tight, play crossfires, play information, play shoulder peaks, 
it's going to take them 30 seconds to break your hill. Worst case, yep. you get a 30-30 split, and you just go straight to new, get in the bank. You already you know, have. Exactly. So you get 90, they get 30. Yeah, win-win. But you know, People don't understand that. Can't do that, right? Because, yeah, there's 30 seconds left on the hill. I have to push it. Right? Yeah, everyone. And, and it's, like, it's just like if they just took it, took the time and realized that at 30 seconds, it's pretty much if, if, if 95% of people did this, they'd be already way better. Mm. If they made a rule of thumb, because not every situation is correct, but if they made a rule of thumb where at 35, 30 seconds, you just have to auto-rotate. Yep. So many people would do that already. Yeah, because I saw you guys doing that this weekend too. Oh yeah, we, we yeah we, we we look at the bigger picture. So for example, Raid Hardpoint, it was a tough last week. It was against Fellow. Then we were, it was for T six. We were top eight right now. We were playing you know Felony and Nagafin and them. Yep. And it was like it was like one ninety. It was like one ninety to like one fifty or something like that on yep. Raid Hardpoint. And they had thirty seconds left on Garage Hill. And it was going to basketball. We know basketball is a guaranteed 60, 60 if we get set up, right? Yeah, you got to get set up and, and you got it. We have to just bite our tongue, not hit that time at all, go new and just trust that we're going to hold the 60 here and mm-hmm. then somehow make a miracle play and just rotate to P5 and win it. Yep. And that's what happened. We held a 60 in basketball. We were like, mm-hmm. it was like 50 because what we did was we had three people rotate early and then the guy gave up the 10 seconds of scrap time to get to the new hill and help them win that. Because yeah, that's, that's and that's that's the play. Yep. That's what mattered, right? Like, who cares yep. about that 10 seconds? It's not going to play the biggest factor. It's, it's not the big picture, right? It makes it, right. the scoreboard look a little bit better if you don't make right, that make it a little five. closer. But we lose, it doesn't matter. We're, we're on one, two, a series. Exactly. If we lose, it, we're out. Yep. Um, And we had him give the scrap time. He, like, I think he, like, pinched open or went kitchen. I don't remember what he did. But we had ring control because that's the first thing you want to get on the mm-hmm. P5 hill. You're going to get ring control. Yep. Um. And we actually held the hill and won. Like we just won, and we ended up going last map. And S and D, we're like, I think we dropped like one S and D last weekend, and we dropped like, I think we dropped like two this weekend. It's actually a lot worse. But um, our S and D game is really good because, um, actually, fun fact, it's not even out yet. But snipers actually getting GA forever. Like they're like gone. Like yeah, I figured, man. I've been telling people like the sniping yeah. in this game. You put on precision aim assist if you're a sniper. Oh no, really? I never did that. Like, dude, pers- put on. Try this one time, right? Before, like, even just going to a bot lobby, right? Yeah. Put, your, put it on standard precision. Dude, huh. I, you uh, don't miss. You, cause too late for that now, but then It's too late. But, Maybe, yeah, yeah, I do it for, like, tournaments or something, but that's crazy. No, like, because it, it's the precision aim assist. It's way better for, like, sniping and stuff. I, you mean, have to I mean, that makes sense. Like, and it, it's way, it's even more broken. That's you, I, I went to pubs one time, because one, one of my IRLs is just like, you know, oh, man, sniping's really bad, right? Because he's used to MW. Yeah. And then he figured it out. I was just, I, because I was telling him it's so broken, it's whatever, you know, and then he's like, well, dude, I put on precision. This game's broken. This game's no stupid. Way. Yeah. That's so, crazy. for all you people listening, try precision aim assist on your sniper. I might have just ruined the SND scene, but <laughs> <laughs> try that precision. That's all right. Crazy. So, let's uh, transition here. We, yeah. We'll talk about the cutscene a little bit more. That was very good for all you AM players. Take notes on what Seth just said there. That's really important information. I've been telling a lot of people the same things. Just be, have an open mindset. You're yeah. not the best player. Teachable. <laughs> it's you got to be teachable and stick with your rosters, man. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Pro points don't matter. Yeah, pro points don't matter. Stick to your rosters, but I've been trying to tell people that for years, they don't listen. So, <laughs> they never listen. Yeah. No. So who's like one of your favorite teammates you've ever had? If oh, you man. have, if you have a specific like, favorite teammate or like your favorite duo you played S and D with, oh, maybe back man. in Black Ops Three or like, or a See couple, that. right? Yeah, yeah, like I mean, some of your, some of your favorite. Let's just say as a general, a, some of your that's favorite. A good question, because, like, okay, so all, Black Ops Three, hands down, was Priesta. Mm-hmm. Me and him ran all the dub tournaments. Like now, him and Sam ran dubs the majority of the time, but like then me and him started playing dubs. 
and we just we just it, man, I love the kid, man. He's such a good guy. Yeah, um, he plays for Rocker too. So yeah, yeah, he plays yep. for Rocker. Yep. yep. Um, and I just love the man. Uh, we just man, he he tweeted me like uh, after we got top six, he was like, like, "Good job, my son." And I'm like, "You loved, you just love making that tweet." I know you. Like, <laughs> he's like, calling me his son and stuff. It's funny, but yeah, he um he's probably one of my favorite players in Black Ops Three, if not Tupac. Um, because me and Tupac yep. won like every search and search we put. We just him, me, him, and Teddy Rex. You know that little yep. trio we had was so amazing. But if I had to go off like like respawn like variant, oh man, like Profizi. Yep. Man, he was such a good teammate. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys, though, that like he needs to be dedicated and he'll be your best teammate ever. But if he's not dedicated, it's just like not good. Yep. But that goes, for, that goes for everybody. They, that though. goes for everyone, right? But yeah. he just, he is so, man, he's such a good teammate. I, I love him so much. He's a great guy. He's an amazing teammate. He's one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, fastball is probably one of my favorites as well. If I had to throw him in there as well, just mm-hmm. kind of like an honorable mention, mm-hmm. even though he hates my guts right now. <sighs> Um and has me blocked on like everything. Yep. I I still love the man as like a brother. Like I still like I still like I still think he was like a, one of my best friends, even though he hates me. <laughs> um, it, it, it'll work itself out. It, you, you never know, right, with a situation like that. But yep. um but regardless, he was one of my favorite teammates. Um when I dropped him, I didn't drop him because he sucked or nothing like that. It's just he just didn't understand how I wanted to play and we just didn't agree. Yeah, you guys had different play styles. Right. So that's all it is, yeah. So, but if I were to go with that, yeah, I'd probably be like Profizi, Too Real, and like Fastball in my top three, to be honest. Yeah. Um, all for different reasons. Um, I think out of all those, Too Real would probably be my favorite. Gotcha. Just because okay. the kid is so teachable, man. Yeah. And I love that about people. Like, they're no ego, no nothing. He, we, we, we play this game called Portal 2 after scrims. It's like a it's like a like a like a, like a, like a puzzle solving game. Yep, Portal's pretty fun. Super super fun, right? You've put it like it's incredibly yep. fun, and it's just all laughs. And I think that's really important with when you when you want a team with someone. You gotta mesh with your teammates too. Yeah, you gotta so be probably, able to. You gotta be able to. Real. Yeah, you gotta be able to. One. Once you're done with your teammates playing COD, you gotta yeah. be able you gotta to be hop on. Them, right? You gotta be friends with them because if you if you don't like each other, right? You hop on on Saturday and you don't place as well. Yeah, it's just it's gonna be a disaster. Right. Right. right? So those things like that, I would invite all three of those people to my wedding at one day. And like, I really would like, mm-hmm. those are the type of people I would, invite, I would invite to my wedding and have in my wedding. Like that's how like close of friends I am with them. I like, I love those guys. Yep. Um, so yeah, like I'm sure there's more people that I've missed out on, but if we're talking about favorites of all time, two rows, probably number one. Yep. And then they probably go like perfusing and like fastball. Yeah. And then S and D wise, some of those other guys, right? Like S and D wise in that sense that, like, you know, Tupac, Teddy, you know, Priesta, those players. Yep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can understand be, being able to be able to play with guys like Priesta and some of those guys. You know, it's a lot of learning for you too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and so it must be like it's got to be motivating, right, for you to be able to look at those guys and see because you know they're they made it. Like you know, yeah. Priesta's in the pro league. You know, yeah. it's got to be super motivating for you to look at that and say, hey, like I'm there too. Right, yeah, I just need yeah. to be able to prove that I'm there. Yeah, I think I think you will too, man. I think you have the potential to do that. What's and crazy, actually, is people don't understand that Call of Duty is politics, man. It's a lot of who you know. It's a lot of who you know, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's a sad truth, but that's like the world. That's like yeah. not just Call of Duty. That's the world. Like, I I have a job offer waiting for me at the Call of Duty that like makes like two hundred thousand a year, and my yeah. brother is like the manager of the company. That's why mm-hmm. my brother. I was fortunate. My brother is the manager, but. It's yep. because of who I know. Exactly. Same as Call of Duty. Networking. 
it's not an old people and yep. people and people throw that away at such a young age and such a uh, you, young at, at an early level because they just their 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 egos are so massive or because you can black because you can blast somebody on Twitter and look cool for a night right, right. but then that person you blast on Twitter oh well, it's, wait it's he known. might he might be he might end up being a pro league player and you're done you just and now you spread your name and Hayden and I really hate you. Yeah, exactly. You know, they tarnish their names so early on. Like, there's so yeah. many AM players it I even can name. At the top level, like Convex yeah. yesterday was talking to me. I don't know if you know Convex. That's Fastball's teammate. Yep. Um, he's a top AM, and he actually said, "I'm not gonna lie, Glory. I hated you because of how Ethan described you. Yeah. Because, like I said, Ethan doesn't like me right now, right? So yep. he's just kind of like tarnishing my name behind the like scenes type thing. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who doesn't know me as a person, they're gonna like not like me." Exactly, because it's just right. word of mouth, right? Word of mouth. Someone, exactly. someone in the top end community is saying, "Oh man, like Seth's just a he's yeah, so bad, like he's such a bad person. I hated right. it, whatever." I'm gonna if I don't know you, right? I'm You're just gonna, gonna be like, I'm like, just gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna go with it. Like, I, and then yeah, then I sit down and if I talk with you, I'll be like, oh, never that's mind. exactly what happened. Yeah, it's just I, I talked yeah. to him and he was just like, I'm not gonna lie, like. Like Ethan must really hate you because you're like a really good guy. Like I don't know what's good. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro. Like I mean, like his hate's understandable, but it's getting to a point to where it's like, it's, hate, it's, it's once bro, it starts like, affecting you, you. It's, well, it, it's yeah. I, I want to make so many like videos on Twitter, just kind of like, because if I do that, it's gonna hurt Ethan. That's that's my that's my like thing is like if I expose some of the things that Ethan did on our team, not like bad, but just plays, you know, why we actually dropped him for real. Mm-hmm. the things that he has done now that i know about mm-hmm. um if i do that i know it'll hurt his reputation incredibly hard and yeah. i still consider him a friend so i'm not going to do that yeah and that's very right. respectable of you to do you know and he's a very well respected person in the community itself too right you know? right and like he already has a hard enough time like getting on like a really really good team um because people don't take him serious and it sucks because yeah. but but I, i've told them you know several times the reason people don't take him serious is because He's not teachable, and yep. I, I this is that's why I dropped him is because I was telling him it was so so funny. We talked about hitting scrap and rotating, and he loved scrap time so much. Yeah, he loved hitting twenty five thirty seconds because he thought it applied pressure. But he yeah. didn't know we're playing a game like MW where you can two do years that. these last two years you can have a pressure man you do that right. right? Scump did that all the time. You would hear about scuffs scump yeah. on pressure man right. He'd be pressuring like P two gunrunner right. all the time. Because it's squad spawns. Because you can do that. Because you can do that. You get rewarded for doing it. But nowadays, yep. you spawn out. You get parallels. You put your team in a disadvantage on rotation. There's no pro to it. There's really no pro to it. There's like maybe one situation like a thing about that it's worth doing that. And that's like yeah. if they win off that hill, you have the pressure. <laughs> yeah. very. It's a very, very small amount of times. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. And, I, and that's one thing that like people know about now is because people ask me, you know, why'd you drop them? And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be like. Yeah, you're transparent. Right. I'm 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 very I'm a very open person. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ask me a question, I'll answer it truthfully. Yep. Um and I I told him I dropped him because he just never not hit scrap time and he was always just I mean sometimes he rotated, mm-hmm. but like he just hit scrap time so much. Like and, Garrett, yeah. P two to P three, he hit he mantled up, got top green, spawned up behind bricks, and then I'm on a like a two v four in the back with someone at one of my teammates. Like it's just <laughs> it's not it's not effective. Possible. Yeah, it's yeah. not effective at all. Right. So um Moving past old teammates, yeah. that's really awesome to hear. Some of your old teammates, you know, get a little more info on you because I'm like I said, you know, some people in the COD community really respect you. Some people like in the MC maybe don't know exactly who you are. Yeah. So it's it's nice to get some more info on that. What is one of who's like your biggest inspiration 
or Call of Duty in general and pursuing this career path? Oh man, like we're talking about like a player, or just anyone. Player or anybody? How about we do this? How about we? Who's like a player that really motivates you and who you kind of look up to in a way, and then someone who really like supports you and really inspires you to keep doing this. Okay, um, so let's think about player, man. Like honestly, um, like personally for me, like when yeah. I play, yeah, I I really I'm a huge, huge Justin Fargo guy. Okay, I'm silly, you know, and I love watching him play in Black Ops Four because I I remember him playing on frequency dropping that gunship right yeah yeah you know that's yep. just so crazy and i know black ops 4 was like my really he's, he's really, a good guy yeah he's like my it was my first really big year and when he came to rocker i was so excited you know so like that's one guy who i kind of look up to in the cod scene mm-hmm. and really enjoy you know watching and he really motivated me for the last couple of years watching him play yeah yeah so it was amazing dude yeah so and then like and then personally for like my other stuff like my IRL friend group. Yep. That's the that's huge for me. Like okay, you're like you're kind of like, like doing it for them. Like yeah, like you know they always like they've they've watched this happen, right? Because they right. I went from like gaming with them all the time, and then I'm like, hey, yeah, you know I can't maybe after scrims I can hop in and play with you guys, right? Yeah. You know, they've I, sacrificed I that. a lot of that, right? You know they're like okay, like we don't get to play with Jace as much anymore. But right? they want you to succeed. But they want me to succeed, right? So they're yeah. like. You know, they're like, oh, if you got time, let's hop in. Or, hey, like, they'll hop in. So, like, when I stream now, I'll be like, hey, let's all hop in and let's play together, right? You know, it's very rare to find, by the way. Yeah, exactly. And it's so nice to have that friend group. Yeah, and they're so supportive. Oh, yeah. So, that's probably, yeah, it's so nice to have, especially it's like, it's like 10 or 11 guys from my area I grew up in because I grew up in super small town, northwest Minnesota, right? Yeah. 200 people. Yeah. And so, having such a good friend group that's really supportive with it for me and they ask asking me about it you know trying to get as much info as they can about yeah, yeah, it you know because cool, i told that's them so I cool. to, yeah i told them i was like yeah i might be getting my own show we said who are you having on when's it dropping when can i listen you know? <laughs> yeah 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 so like that for and me that's, that, that's awesome man it's, I'm, it's like, huge because that's that's kind of the same answer for me as on a personal mm-hmm. like because my i have the same thing the same friend yep. group like not the same people obviously but yeah like the same core i think it's like we have like five or six people I, I'm not gonna count now. It's around the area. Yeah. But there's, you know, these people, and they're just all my like best friends. Like they're like a second family, right? Yeah, exactly. And they're they're the same way. They're very supportive. They 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 want me to succeed. They ask about it. My tournaments. They ask how it goes. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's just so cool. Yep. And it goes even further past that. Like Nala, I'm not, I don't even know what Nala is. He's just one of my good friends in the gaming community. Um, and then we got my IRL. Actually, he's in the gaming community. Um, but he's just, like my IRL. And he got in the gaming community because I like, I like, he wanted to do it because of me. Like, he told yeah. me like, when I was 18, he came to my house. He was like, I've always wanted to do gaming. Can you teach me how to play Call of Duty? And I was like, Can you like, like, kind of coach me? And I was like, I was like, yeah. Gee, all right, all right, yeah, yeah. I can do that. Like, <laughs> and he ended up not pursuing it, but like, through that, he learned what to love. He loved streaming. He loves, you know, yeah, just being more of a content person, right? And that's got to be a good feeling for you, too, right? Like, you inspired oh, yeah. somebody, you, you inspired somebody to do something. That they yeah, when, he told, when he told me that, like, he, like when he told me, like, he, I, I kind of inspired him to like play video games because his parents were very strict. Yep. They didn't even let him play like any video games till like, 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 M rated games was 18. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that strict. And I was yep. just like, I felt so bad for him too. Yep. Because my parents let me play M rated games when I was six. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right? a little different. Yeah. Right. And I wouldn't be where I am without my parents doing that. Yeah. If I had to wait till 18, I wouldn't be able to make it in, in exactly. Call of Duty. 
right? So it's so it was so kind of like made me sad that like parents be doing that to their their kids, and I, mm. every parent, you know, they parent however they want. Mm. But when it comes exactly. to your, for you, I feel like if I was a parent and my kid was incredibly happy playing video games and they had good grades and they weren't, being, you know, they weren't doing anything bad. Like I let them do it, right? Like, yeah, that's how like my parents kind of were when I first started everything like this. Yeah, I, I was, I, yeah, I, I was not... like huge into. I was used to be a kill feeder back in the day. Yeah, I was the like, classic. I played Black Ops One. I was on this team that was actually uh, managed by Phase Jeb. Funny that's fact. Pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Um, after a couple years, met some really cool people through that, and my parents were just they didn't really get it, right? You yeah, know, I, yeah. I was just like I played sports, still. I was a big basketball guy, obviously, mm-hmm. and I. I'd come home from practice and I hop on and I'm talking with all these guys. Like I've known them for years. Yeah. yeah. They're just kind of confused by it. Right. And so when I told them, I, I think they just didn't really understand. Right. Now, nowadays. Yeah. My parents are, I'm, I'm the youngest of seven kids. So my parents are a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't really get it really. Yeah. And then like, I remember one day my dad saw street fighter on ESPN, right. He was looking for sports to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, I'm like, yeah, this is how big like this stuff's getting. So like since that day and like I update him on how I'm doing, what's going on. It's interesting, right? Like my dad sat there and listened to like a podcast I've and been it, on. Yeah, and it's, it's it's just hard it's so for people cool. to kind of understand it. It's so cool to see that, right? It's it, I think it's a really amazing feeling when your parents accept and support you for the first time. Like yep. they when they when they ask I don't think they understand how big of a deal that is when they ask how things are going. Yep. How it's huge. how it is. Like it's huge. And mm-hmm. and I wish more I actually was talking, I actually got to talk to like a couple parents because every parent I talked to about this around my like in my and like my real life you know they always ask me gaming and, and they always ask me well don't you become like a killer if you play call of duty I'm like i literally got oh like, yeah and i was like thing. and i was like i said i'm be honest if anyone's gonna be a killer or was a killer at one point <laughs> i feel like it'd be me because i play the game 12 hours a day and i feel like i'm the most healthy person i know right so like if, if it kills you if it makes you a killer like you probably don't want to be the room with me and then i'll lay out laughed because like, yeah exactly like, but like, why why are you talking to me then yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, if you, I'm like, it's not, it's not the game that makes people this way. You know, it's not that. Like, if I said, I said, I even argue that it doesn't make you antisocial. I said, I've, I was very shy growing up, mm-hmm. and playing video games and talking to people over the internet and going to events and meeting them, it made me yeah. so social. Yep, that's the same with me too. It made me confident. It helped me with my like my ability to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like it was just such a different thing, right? And yep. I don't think people, more mainly parents or old people, don't understand that. Exactly, I think the same yeah. way. They just don't really get it. And then once they kind of figure it out, they're like, "Oh, it's a little different, right?" You know, right? Right. Like when I like, like when my weird. parents grew up, it was like, <laughs> yeah, it's different. Like when my parents grew up, it was like sports, a lot of sports, yep. kind of stuff, right? And now, like with the whole COVID pandemic thing, esports is at an all time big, right? It's huge right now because everyone's kind of getting into it. They don't have much yeah. to do. And so it's becoming a lot more mainstream these last few years. So I think that's really awesome to see for A, the scene, and like B, people kind of grasping what this whole is now. And it's a lot bigger than they think it is, right? So there's so many people I know from this, and so many people I think I'm going to know for a long time. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. It's so huge. So, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. The friendship yeah, so, you made from this. and Yeah, exactly. So who is like a player for you? that you would say is pretty who's like inspired you whether like when you first started or someone now whatever honestly so it, it's 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 a part it's a two-part thing so yeah. priesta is probably the person that's inspired me yep. just because he's a good friend of mine um 
And like I've seen him, like me and him are like me and him are at the same level. And he, the fact that he made it, I know that that kind of gives me reassurance, right? Yep. Uh, and I think a lot of these top teams, especially if you're like a top ten seeded team, top uh, top ten seeded, if or you're placing top sixteen consistently, you have the talent to get pro. Like you, 100%. you can get there. It's, you're just missing either your your chance, which a lot of it is that. Like there's just the the pros, some of the pros, mocks, all these people aren't in the pro league anymore because it's just so small. Yep. Now we are expanding next year. It is going to expand again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if that's public information, but I guess it is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just breaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just breaking. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, I don't know how it. I don't know the details of that. I don't know how many people are going to. I mean, I don't know how many, how many teams are coming on. I don't know. Just, anything. But even if one team yep. comes on, that's five people, right? Because four exactly. Club, right. Yep. So there's going to be, to my understanding, I believe it, they said it was. Now I don't know if it's true, but I believe it's that four more teams. That makes sense. Yeah. I think we're at 12 right now. 12, expand to 16. So it's going to go to 16, right? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that means that's like, that's 20 more players, yep. right? That's insane. And so that's, if you're on the top 10 team, right? Half of those top, people are Right, half of those people are getting drafted. Yep. So it's like, my chance right now is so good. Yep. Being drafted. I have the connections. I have the, you know, the people I know in the pro league. Like, uh, for example, uh, this is really cool actually is Sender, uh, optics coach. Yep. I'm really good friends with Sender. Yep. Um, we play World of Warcraft all the time in the off season. Um, just love the guy. He's such a good guy. Mm-hmm. And he actually, before he went on the optic, he was actually had a chance. He wanted me. He had DM me in the off season. It was like, "Yo, if I can get you uh, a spot in the pro league, would you want to play with me in the pro league?" Like as a player at the time, because he was a player. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck? Of course, dude. Of like, course, okay. <laughs> I, want, I want to be with him no matter what. Like I yeah. even am seeing. I think such a he's such a good, smart player. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's such a good coach, is because he's so smart." Yeah, and he was like, "I'm like, yeah, of course, I'm, like, well, I want to be in the pro league. What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, and he's been trying to get me in there in the pro league, and I think that with this, you know, this expanding, I think it can really work in my favor. Where if I, I don't know, I don't, you know, I don't expect them to do anything, but if they do do something, that'd be really cool. Yeah, so hopefully right. we get to see Seth Glory in the pro league, in the next, pro season. league next year. That'd be really yeah, dope, right? that'd be pretty sick, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so yeah, besides that, uh, it actually be RCDs. Our cities, okay. Our cities DM'd me when I quit in MW. No. And it kind of dissed Ethan, but it is what it is. He said something around the lines of, if you weren't teaming with fastball for so many years, you would already be in the pro league. Yep. And he said that not because fastball is bad, but because fastball is rep sometimes with mm-hmm. other people, right? Um, I never really got, I never really branched out. I never really went to other circles. And that's kind of what you have to do. You can't you can't just stick with the same group and expect right. different results. It's there's reading the same book and yeah, expect to get different right. results. There's a there's a balance between staying with the same team and finding results and like and then but I had so many opportunities to go on a more known team or you know, a team that was a little more established with the, within the pro league. Like, you know, they're like ex pros or whatever. I had a chance mm-hmm. I never took it because I was low to fastball. Yeah. And that's something I've really changed this year. That's why I ended up dropping them is because I I don't want to be in the same circle because the whole time I've seen with them, I was like, that 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 message was repeating in my head. Like, you're in the same place because of fastball. You're in the same place because of fastball. And then I watch a VOD back of him in and scrap and fuck it us over. Yep, and, and, then, like, yep. and then I see the message and I'm like, nah, I'm getting him out. He's gone. Yep, <laughs> like, he's gone. So and since then, I've had some more success. Yeah, RCDs would be in the second one. All right. So let's talk about Cold War. Okay. Let's let's hop on the topic of Cold War here. Um, What's your current thoughts on the competitive scene? I mean, it can be at your level. We can kind of cross this, right? Because there's two different yeah. mindsets to it. There's your your mindset, and then there's like my mindset, right? Right. You right. know. So let's talk about what are your thoughts on the competitive scene, 
and then I'll kind of wrap mine in and we can maybe find some common ground between the two and spit some yeah. advice to some people listening. Yeah. Um, I mean, mine's going to be a little more on the, on the more biased side just because yep. the, I am very fortunate to be in a situation where I don't have to put hackers. And I, when I do, yep. I can almost, and now I will say that there have been several top M teams that have been hacked on, but um, for me personally, I've never been hacked on. At least to my knowledge. <laughs> yeah, at least so you know. So, yeah. so um, I do think there needs to be anti-cheat. I don't think because I have been hacked on, I don't think there should be. I think there should be an anti-cheat. I think a $300 million franchise throws throw a million dollars, even half of that, into an anti-cheat, yeah. whatever it is. I mean, free games have better anti-cheat. Yeah. Valorant. Yeah. Valorant, yeah. League of Legends. Even just, even just a simple scan. Like, now, granted, yeah. like, you know, you need to update the anti-cheat. You need to make it good. I think they should dump, like, realistically, like, $50 million into an anti-cheat. They need to make it to where it is damn near impossible to cheat because what happens is even if you put a really shitty anti-cheat on sure it'll help a pretty good amount Mm -hmm. but all they're gonna do all the the developers of the cheats are like they're just gonna update it yep and then get past it right because they make a lot more money than the anti-cheat does like i guarantee you the anti-cheat however much that costed the hackers or the people that making the hacks can definitely bypass that easy 100 percent, right so we need a ton of money invested in anti-cheats if you're gonna put it on pc you need to invest in anti-cheat that's just a given and they, they, could, they, they can make one camel, make it purchasable for like $3 in the store, put all that to an anti-cheat, and it'd be like millions of dollars in anti-cheats. <laughs> exactly. Like if you would have made the anime skin yeah. go towards an anti-cheat. It would have been like... We would have had that a week ago. Like a million to an anti-cheat. Exactly. It's just like, come on, man. Like you really can't do it. Like, come on. It's, it's just money. laziness from the, from the devs. Yep. And that's always been an issue with Call of Duty. We've never had support from devs, ever. Exactly. Um, so I think the competitive scene is at a very weird stage. I Great. think it's on one side, there's so much potential to go pro, there's so much opportunity, but then on the flip side, all the opportunity can be taken from you because there's no protection for the players. There's no integrity. Mm. I know I know I know a top M team that's funny yesterday. I know a top M team that literally they literally cheated in a cup. <laughs> and it was to not get top one it was like to not get top one twenty six because they thought the other team was cheating against them. So they cheated. Oh. And I'm like that's where we're at right now. And I'm like that's insane. It's such a bad place to be, you know. If they're cheating, like, I it, have to cheat. And, it, too. and it's like, and it's like, if there's, if you think they're cheating, I, you know, like, you can't even say you understand why they cheated back. But it's like the fact that as like a competitive person, for integrity's sake, for integrity's sake, you decided to do that is such a bad thing. Yeah, like for morals, for for everything, like. So the fact that that's at where I at that stage, it, things need to change. Like, right? Like, agreed. There needs to be accountability for players. Not only for middle am, lower ams, but top ams, because we don't even know who cheats. No, agreed. So it's insane, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's where I stand on it. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, what do you what do you think of the meta? The meta, um, I actually like it. I you think like it? It, I think it I think it really. So the people don't, which is so crazy. People don't understand the meta change when the meta changes in the top am scene. It takes like weeks for the other people to understand it, like and switch to it, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny to see. But the meta right now is sometimes there's two XM4s on a map. Instead of mm-hmm. no crit, there's two XM4s. XM4 is basically like the flex gun. Yep. Right? And then you got the 74U. Um, and then, you know, you got this, obviously, you got the Krig. Yep. Now, I'm a Krig player, but I'm actually going to try and scrims this week two XM4s on all the maps because that's been like a, kind of an evolving meta. But I've been, I actually I've been seeing that, yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing it too. So I'm like, I'm going to try it. Um, But yeah, like, so I've been seeing that. I, I really like the meta. I think, you know, the main AR, which is the Krig, which is, I'm technically the second AR for my team, but I pretty much play the main AR role because I have mm-hmm. Krig. Um, but the Craig, I, I love the Craig. I think it's a really, 
great AR gun. I think it's like a really good main AR, like you know, no recoil. It's, it's thing, the but, it's the typical main AR, right? right Every like game has AR, one like kind of vibe, right? Like kind of yep. like that. And then you got the uh, XM4, which is your flex gun, kind of like be more of like a hybrid sub AR, you know, medium range. Type the equivalent thing. of the Black Ops 4 Maddox. Right, Maddox, exactly. right. And then you got the, you know, then you got the 74U, right? Yep. So I think the meta is perfect right now. I think, you know, you're on the two subs, you have the XM4 and you have the Krig, and then sometimes you pull out a second XM4 or a third sub. Yep. So I think, I, think the, I think it's perfect right now. Yeah, I think that's a good place to have it. It's not too right. AR heavy. It's not too sub heavy. It's, it's kind of a nice perfect. mix. It's yep. so good. It's, you know, some apps will be more AR, some apps will be more subs. That's how it should be. Yep. Because then, because obviously at the top AMs, you, you do vetoes. And like that plays a huge role in the vetoes. Like when the meta changes, the vetoes change drastically. Yep. Because you don't right. want to play certain maps and you don't want to. Because yeah. a three or heavy a meta and you're playing, you're playing checkmate and you're You don't want to play checkmate. Yeah. You don't play checkmate. <laughs> yeah. You don't play checkmate. Exactly. Right. So it's just, I think, I think the meta is amazing right now, personally. Oh, gotcha. Um, gotcha. So, yeah. All right. For like, you know, for like the level like I I follow, right? I follow a lot of like this mid mid to low tier. Yeah. I'm seeing, yeah. right? I think a lot of your issues, we've talked about some of the issues I think there already is, you know, no consistent teams. You know, A, I've talked about this on uh, the boy MJ. So shout out to MJ for top, covering this topic first. Yeah. Attitudes. Oh, man. Attitudes of these players, right? Like, this is what I compared it to. You go to an organization, right? Let's say you're you're about a top sixty four amp player, right? Yeah. You go, you're on the timeline every day saying, "Oh man, I'm getting costed by my teammates." You know, ego, yeah. whatever, yeah. blah blah blah. And you go to an org, they're not gonna want to pick you up. No, you look bad, um, right? It's like yeah, going yeah. to a job interview. Like you go to yeah. a job interview and you say, oh, "I'm just slept on at my old job. That's why I got yeah. fired." You gonna get the job? No, you're not gonna. No, get no it. way. And yeah. I think attitude right now in the AM scene's really bad because if I if I go on my timeline. You know, especially now that I have this podcast, I'm thinking because I'm trying to cover every level of Call of Duty, right? Right. And if I go on my timeline thinking, who, you know, who do I want on? And I see yeah. this guy in the timeline blasting somebody because they lost a five dollar wager. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, ah, yeah, yeah, no. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I don't really right. think you're you're who I want, right? Yeah. And orgs think the same way. They're not gonna fund people like that. And I personally, I don't want a team with somebody like that. Right. I don't want to, if I see someone going from team to team to team every week, I'm going to be like, uh, that's no, no. And that yep. person gets in the cycle. Yep. Because anybody that has, you know, people who respect their teammates and want to stick with them for a while aren't going to play with you. And those are the teams you see consistently towards mm-hmm. the top of the cup. Right. And then these players who have so much more potential are in that 128 loop, 64 yep. loop. You can't yep. break it. You can't break the top 64 because you're changing teams every week. Your attitude's off. You're not teachable. Mm-hmm. You get bad you know, habits. Something I do, I actually like part-time coach just for fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I mean, I, don't, I know some people charge in the cinema. I really charge that. I think I charge like, I usually charge like 40 bucks. I charge $10 a person. And I do like a two hour VOD like session. And I do foundation. I, I, I talk about the maps, how you should play them, setups, how you should each approach it with situations, right? Like I do everything. Mm-hmm. And the reason I do that is because I, I, I find so much enjoyment and kind of like picking people's brains and the sense of, like you said, people have these attitudes, right? Mm-hmm. And I find it so funny when I'm like, all right, who do you think is the best player in this game, right? And this team. And I ask them that. And I'm like, okay. and I'll quiz them. And I'll be like, all right, this situation, what do you do? And they'll like get it wrong. You know, this situation, yeah. what do you do? Wrong. This situation, yeah. what do you do? Wrong. And, and I'm like, they don't, they don't think they're wrong either. Right, right. And I'm like, they're like, well, 
and, and then and it's so funny because i'll get in like a little like argument with them you know like i'll debate with them right they'll and argue they'll, you of all people too yeah yeah and i'm <laughs> like and, and they're like well why is that wrong i'm like all right if you do this and they do this your teammates are going to spawn here and you're going to spawn them here okay you're wrong here okay next one this 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 thing happened okay next mm-hmm. and then i'll show them I'm like but if you do this and then this happens you may only you may you may be putting your controller down but this is what you're allowing your teammates to do on the map yeah i'm like you have to understand that you know kills on everything and the same with attitude like if you have a bad attitude you are not going to make it it's over you're done already there there's been so many people i haven't teamed with even if they're good i don't team with them because their attitude attitude's everything everything too i'll call someone out right now someone named hitman i hear the top am he got top we we beat we beat them for top 16 this cup so they got top 32 but they got top 16 or top eight i want to say that got top 16 uh like the second cup i believe but they he has a really bad attitude he has a, a, a like a horrible attitude he he will like make comments in in the tournament because like his, his teammate his teammate told me yesterday there he was like making like side comments while they're playing us in the cup for top 16 and i mean it's like, I'm like why are we doing that what, what what are we doing here why are we doing this like, and I'm like how, how is that productive yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I would be so pissed if that was on my team. Oh yeah, because that just that what does that get done? Like, that's for scrims, and even then, that's not even really for scrims. Like, I'm no. such a big believer in you play the ten minutes of the scrim map, then talk you analyze the scrim map, and you yep. talk about it. Yep, like, agreed. That's, and I think a lot of the AM community is missing that. that. No, it's missing yeah. that 100 percent because the attitude, like we said, it all comes back to your mindset and your it's attitude. Right, yeah, it's yeah. all correlated. Like, it's all one thing. And if you're not, if you're if you have great gun skill, but you're lacking in your, at your mindset, you know your 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 category where your your attitude's off, or you have you think you're the best, even though you literally have done nothing. Like yeah, it's so bad, bro. Like I'll, I don't get it. I'll like, go on my timeline, bro, and I'll be like, I'll see top M eights, right? Yeah, and I know damn all well these people have never even cracked top sixty four. I'm just yeah. Like, well, and it well, bro. Top M eight. Are, are they tweeting on like top M eights? Like need need a couple for top M eights? Or are they they're, like, they're like they're like top M eights, and I look at the names. I'm like, mm. uh huh. I was like, I don't see, I don't see like glory. I don't see. You know what's funny? funny? It's it's not even called like top M eights anymore. It's like it's we literally call them challenge rates. And what it is, it's literally I literally see here on my my tweet tag on my Twitter. We have an H chat, and there's about let me see how many people. There's a lot of like Jordan Jenner was in here. Like there's a lot of yeah. It's like the guys who can place like right. Top like top sixty four or there's, top there's, like, top sixteen in the cups and then like some pros yep, and yep, there's a couple pros in here and there's a yep the top ams, right? Yep. And there's maybe like 70, 60 people in here, maybe. Maybe that's, that. that's the top. That's your top ams, right? Right. There. So and so when I I, I find it, I see those tweets sometimes too. Like I'll get like retweeted <laughs> by like someone that I follow. Oh, and I'll like it's, and I'll, it's just, like, I'll just look at the list and I'm just like You wanna bang your head against the wall like, like, what, what is wrong with these people? Like <laughs> And I don't even mean it's me like like the ego. Like I'm just saying, no. like it's just like a, it's just like when you tweet out stuff like that, I'm gonna remember remember your name because it's gonna click one day. And I'm like, wait, oh, I remember that from. Oh, this guy thinks he's literally a top am. This guy thinks he's a top am. But... Yeah, and then I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna think of you like a clown. Like I'm just gonna be like, what You're, is wrong with you? Exactly. So and I'm that, gonna give some advice. Yeah. So some advice for everyone listening: if you have not cracked, I'm gonna say top 32. If you have not cracked top 32 in a Challenger Cup this season. You're not top M. Yep. You're not a top M at all. I, I think you agree with that. At least top 32, maybe even top 16, right? Even then, even to go even past then. that, like, yeah. you, you almost have to be, like, accepted. It's so weird to say that because, okay, so, like I said, Littlefoot and them. Mm. Bro, I don't even think, I mean, I think maybe now they get scrims, but 
they got top eight and they got top 16 and they still have, were not able to get top eight scrims yeah. because they weren't accepted. It's so hard. And, and it's like, it's one of those things where like, and then uh, I remember Joe uh, Destin, I'm not sure you know, he's a top eight as well. Yep. yep. He, he um plays with the team. I don't remember their names and he was, but they got top 16 twice. Okay. And he, they, they're, they're not really known, but he plays with them. And cause he had no, he had really no options. There was like three days before the cup. Mm. Um, he's afraid it now, but he played with them and he would, because he was on the team, they got top Amsterdam's. Yeah, exactly. But only because of him, right? Before that, they had no top Amsterdam's. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's crazy to kind of like put that in perspective and exactly. like do that. It's, so it's such a, it's so split. It's so yeah, split. Cause it's like, split. I'll see like need a top am scrim. Right. Yeah. And then I'm looking at the guy who's tweeting out for it. I'm just like, well, I don't think you're getting any of those. Cause I know how it works. Right. I've talked with people. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people. I know you know, my old order. Like, I don't know if you remember, um, most wanted. Oh yeah. I've seen them around. Yeah, they're they're older, right? They were yeah. an older org. Like yeah. my my IRL knew like the owner of that. And yeah. they were they were pretty prominent. I know like even fastball played for them back in the day, like yep. Yep. all them. So like I've I know those people and I've talked with them and how like the scene works. It's pretty consistent with how it works, you know, mm-hmm. towards the top. So if those people see like if it gets retweeted on your timeline, right? Like yeah. some guy who's you know has never cracked top sixty four, and he's like, ah, top am eight, so I go top am scrim. <laughs> you're gonna get clowned. It's, <laughs> it just makes you look so bad. Like be honest. Yeah, I would rather honest, I would so rather have someone be honest to me because there's been there's been times where I literally would like in these elo eights, someone's like super honest about me, and like dude, I'll give some props. I'm like, oh, this guy's really good gun so He's the only person that could really like like shoot like kill me mm-hmm. like on the map, really good gun But I'm like, if you just worked on your like. Your decision making, you probably actually really good, yep. and he, and he's like, oh wow, okay, and I'm like, honestly, I will give you a, I'll give you a free coaching session if you want, just because like you're like, seems like a cool person, yeah. But then I'll get someone in there that literally is the most egotistical person, <laughs> and just going twenty and forty every map, doing literally nothing, and I'm like, what it's, is wrong with people, it's bro? Like it's crazy. Insane. It's they try to speak be it humble. to existence. Yeah, be humble, be liked, because people need to like you. You have to be well liked. You can't you be, be this clown on the timeline speaking a top ams into existence. Like you can't just say it. Even you know, if you it doesn't like mean one, anything. You can't. And until you get like it's this is gonna be really weird, but until you get like the leverage on them and the ability to not like someone, you can't not like them publicly. Yep. If that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. I can't like okay. So like right now I can, I can actually say a couple of names that I literally like because I have. Not only the advantage, but I have like the, I guess you could say cloud. I have the, the level on them. I, more people like me than like you them. You have more recognition. I, right. So I could openly not like them. Yep. I don't like to do that because I don't care to make someone else's. You don't want to make, you don't want to make beef. Like that's yeah. respectable. It's just, it's just stupid. It's, it's just it's, pointless. It's drama and I'm not in high school. Yep. Um, but, but that's how, that's really how it works because when I was coming up, I hated people, but I never said I hated them. You keep it to yourself. And I kept it to myself and I just. And then what's crazy is one of them actually ended up like blessing me on like a team that ended up getting me to the team that got me discovered. It's the networking like we talked but about earlier, man. I didn't say I hated that guy. Yeah. I just bit my tongue and just kept going through it and basically used them as a stepping tool. Yep. They were left in the dust and I just prevailed. You you took advantage of the situation exactly. you were put in, right? Because if, you, if you're a clown on the timeline, right. and I just you're not going to get those opportunities. I hate them, whatever, whatever. I'm yep. not going to get picked up in the team and I'm not going to make it to where I am today. Exactly, it, 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 and that's crazy to me. Just like think like about that, like it's crazy. 
All right. All right. So last question for you, Seth, before we wrap up here. Yeah. Um, if you were to pursue another game or career path, what would that really be? What would be the next step for you outside of Call of Duty? I think you have a very bright future in Call of Duty personally. Mm-hmm. But, you know, let's say, let's say you decide, you know, this isn't my thing anymore. You know, He's what would you... Valorant? Valorant? 100%. Yeah, I would. I hit Immortal and like... I hit Immortal and the, be- and the beta mm-hmm. when the Immortal thing, and then I hit Radiant when the game first came on like the first week. Wow. Um, I was... I'm, I'm very good at the game. I actually was going to compete in it, but I decided to go with Call of Duty. Yep. Um, but yeah, I hit I I hit the Immortal right away, and then I hit Radiant when that came out. When that changed over, like I was just like always like on like it is ranked play obviously, but it was a little more it was a little more better. Like it's a little more. It's not like Call of Duty where you're master prestige or master and VO two right and didn't matter. No. Right? Where it is this is like it's a little more respectable. Yep, it's way because um, I've played Valorant too. Like you know, it's the Elo yeah. you're in, you're playing against those people. Yeah. yeah. Know, there's no not very rare boosted. Yep. Um, they're all yep. really good players, and one little mistake is against those guys, they're gonna flick you ninety degrees across yeah. your screen yeah. one tap. It's yeah. so that skill gap on that is so high. So that's oh, very yeah, interesting crazy. that you say that. Yeah, it's probably Valorant. Valorant. I was, I was, uh, I was like the I forget, I forget the what snipers called it, but I was like the operator, whatever the whatever the operator. Yeah, it, it was operator, right? It's the same thing, right? That's what I, that's what I figured. Yep, it's operator. So I like I opted in that game too because in CS:GO I actually hit um I was actually like a a minus a, a minus I think it was called a minus. Okay. Um, so in the ECA, um, mm. and that was when I was in Black Ops Three. I played that, so I was actually really good at CS:GO as well. So I knew I, was, I knew I'd be good at Valorant if I played it. Yeah, that's why I got Immortal and, and the Radiant. But it'd probably be that game because that game is actually really fun and it's like cartoony, but it's fun. You know? Yeah, not League of Legends. That's surprising. <laughs> I thought you. I thought... If, if, if I did, if, now if, I, if, if it was a question like if I were to go pro in it and guaranteed to go pro in it, it'd be League. League, yeah. But if I had the best chance to go pro best in it, if I, if I had to climb like I did in Call of Duty, it'd be Valorant. Okay, gotcha. Because league, I'd, I'd probably go pro, but I'd be like 95 years old. Yeah, that's true. Right? It yeah. would take me my entire would... life plus some. I'd have to like sacrifice my soul to the, like, the devil to go pro on that game. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's no way I could go pro on that game. It just, it, this skill gap is insane. It's crazy, man. It's, so, it's, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, Valorant, that's crazy. That's insane. What would, yeah. you, what would yours be? Mine? Yeah. Jeez, man. What would I go pro in outside if I had a chance? I mean, I personally, I like content creation a lot. So um, if I had to play a game at a high competitive level. Yeah. Outside of COD, League of Legends, bro. I mean, if I had, like like you said, if there was a guaranteed. If guaranteed? Yeah, I would agree. Guaranteed League of Legends, bro. It's just so fun. I'll be your best AD carry ever, <laughs> right? I'm going to just use Samira and I'm just yeah, going to, yeah. I'm just going to ult and I'm never going to die, right? That's just simple, right? right? But yeah. yeah, League of Legends for sure. Um. Yeah, I just it's so crazy watching them play. Like you, you've watched. I'm sure you've watched oh, League of Legends yeah. and all that. It, it's it's insane. so crazy. Like I've talked well, to it, my buddy about it and like, the stuff. I think that there's a comment, and so even in challengers, right? Yep. They said I was watching this video, and they they went up like four zero, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, this game's already over with." I'm like, "What do you? What? What? Like this game's already? Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's just a snowball. Yeah, yeah, they're just gonna win this game. They're not gonna lose it. And then like, bro, I'll go up like ten to one, and we'll lose the match. <laughs> I'm like, how in the do we lose like, like i'm like and i just think about it and then i'm like that it's it's so funny i bring up this kind of like comparison so in search and destroy when you're in a 4v3 that you're almost more implied to like challenge and like make a like move yep. around that right mm-hmm. and throw your life away because you're in a 4v3 not you think 3v3. you have just this huge advantage you think you can throw your life away almost because you have an extra life but if you throw one life away, it's back to even. Right, it's back to even, and then that's two v three. Like that's literally how it is. And, and, and you're out of position if you start moving around the map trying to chow. Right, and people don't you're, understand that. Yeah, you're probably gonna lose. 
people don't understand that. even in the top ammo a lot of people don't understand that they like that's why i put i snipe and i like get picks because they throw yep. their life because they have numbers and i know they're gonna do it yeah um, i definitely it, don't want to be on like, the receiving end or like I'll, I'll, I'll have six out of ten kills and it will be ten to one but be, because i have six of them and they think we have such a huge lead they'll be they'll like throw their life away yeah and that's just kind of and then the snowball is the other team and then i can't catch up and it's just like Yep, I, I report them and I grief the match. Like, like <laughs> you know, it's just like one of those things. At least you, know? you get a little vindication at the end after they choke your game, right? Yeah, yeah. I literally, I just start like getting toxic. Dude, I've had like three accounts get banned because of toxicity. Like, I'm toxic on that game because when someone pisses me off, I just get so mad. You just go in on it. Oh, I just type in the chat, dude. Yeah. It's bad. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's actually gonna wrap it up for today, Seth. Uh, awesome. if, a, if you got. Anything, any last like comments, uh, shout outs you want to make? This is your opportunity. Feel free, uh, yeah. floor reserves for a little bit. Yeah. Um, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's um, and, and obviously, ASM Network and the people who have sponsored this um, and funded it. That's really awesome. And shout out to them. Um, and also, you know, just a word of advice to anyone listening of, on this really just worry about yourself. And if you really want to make a name for yourself and really make it in the scene, um, at least to the level that I made it to. Um, just just worry about yourself and, you know, be humble, stay humble, and just, you know, be teachable. And mm-hmm. I think you'll you'll go a lot farther than where, where you are, right? Uh, I think a lot of people need to work on their attitude. And like you mentioned, a lot of people need to work on their mindset. That kind of goes hand in hand. Yep. And just realizing that you aren't as good as you think you are and you just kind of accept. Now, people are really good. There are people that are incredibly talented, but if you go in the mindset saying, Hey, I'm not as good as I think I am because of I'm placing top 64 or 128, you got to humble yourself. And that's going to make you a top 24, top 32, top 16, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to, it's going to increase you. Um, you just humbling yourself and accepting, um, where you are right now and you just got to get better. Right. Um, so if you do that, you know, you'll have a lot more success in call of duty. Um, like kind of like uh week is, um, you mentioned, yeah. um, so you know why you key you've mentioned it a lot in this podcast like you said attitude mindset team thing. not splitting doing those things not worry about pro points all those things take away from this podcast i think that's the number one that's the reason why i want to come on it is to kind of just show that pro points don't matter teamwork over pro points right yep um i so, can't agree more yeah. yeah so yeah take that everyone listen to seth on that one i mean out of everybody you know, he's one of the people you really need to listen to. So once again, Seth, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having um, me. Yep. Thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, wish you the best of luck in your upcoming events, by the way, man. I appreciate really, it. really excited to see what you guys can do. You showed a lot of potential these last couple of weekends. Uh, hopefully you guys can really, really make the stride next turn, next yeah. cup. Maybe you can challenge West Star for that cup. Don't let them get yeah, on that. that dream. <laughs> Don't let them get on that five feet. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, once again, thank you to AS1 Network and 410 for sponsoring the show. We will be live next week as well with another guest in the Call of Duty scene. Not quite a player, but let's just say this guy is very good with numbers. So take that as you will. This has been Insight with Waiyuki Episode 1. Thank you for tuning in. See you next time.